0: Back to life, Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. This is episode twenty-four. Thank you so much for listening here to us on KSL News Radio. I told you in the last segment about a press release I received this morning, two of them. As a matter of fact, the first one came in at about 7.30 a.m. It was uh, a, a nice brief note. Uh, it said, hey, reaching out to let you know about the clean air and climate rally taking place today at the Utah Capitol Rotunda. Uh, there are details below in the media advisory. Uh, also, a press re- an official press release will come later on. If you have any questions, uh, give us a call. And the press release below talks about uh, all these different organizations that will be there up at the Utah state capitol at the rotunda uh, there this morning. Well, that was 7:30. Then a few hours later I got the following press release. It says, "Good morning. Due to severe weather today's climate and air rally has been canceled. Our apologies for the inconvenience this has caused. To my immature mind and ears and eyes, I I know it's insensitive, but I got a little bit of a there's some irony in this, right? I know, listen, I know that climate and weather are different. But as I read this, I thought, hold on a second. Uh, a rally about the weather has been canceled by the weather. I got a chuckle out of it, but then I felt bad. I know that a lot of organization goes into these types of events, and when I saw the list of folks participating and and intending on speaking there and knowing that, uh, uh, you know, days had been rearranged and work schedules maybe uh, uh, had been adjusted, I thought, listen, uh, while I get a a chuckle out of that, um, I I don't want to be disrespectful, and I want to honor the the hard work put into organizing such an event. So here on the line, we have uh, Darren Mann with the Salt Lake Air Protectors. Uh, I gave Darren a call this morning i said hey uh, man i'm sorry uh, this happened to you guys uh, you know regardless of where uh, you stand on these types of issues it's no fun to have uh, the weather cancel your plans so we've got darren on the line now i want to give him an opportunity to first to introduce his organization salt lake air protectors and tell us about what uh was in store before the snow came uh this morning sir how are you I'm great
1: thanks for having
0: me on the show yeah my pleasure all right tell us uh tell us first uh, who you are tell us about your organization who are the salt lake air protectors
1: um, I'm Darren Mann. Uh, I'm the Action Director for the Salt Lake City Air Protectors, and we're an environmental nonprofit that focuses on air quality, of course, and uh, indigenous uh, land stewardship.
0: You uh, had an event planned for this morning.
1: Mm-hmm. We, we sure did. That was focused on um, ramping up for the legislative session um, and encouraging people to get involved with citizen advocating um, for a cleaner, healthier environment because uh, we have some environmental issues that are of great concern to Salt Lake and Utah as a whole. So uh, a lot of the organizations got together that um, go up to the Capitol and advocate for um, responsible use of our existing resources and just ultimately for building a better future for all Utahns to live in.
0: You you were to host this This rally at the Utah State Capitol, we are just over a week or maybe a week now away from the kickoff of this legislative session this year. I imagine there will be a number of items and a number of issues you'll be uh, focused on during the course of this legislative session. What are some of those, please? Um, Well,
1: we're definitely concerned with the study that was released by the University of Utah. Um, and its first milestone goal for an 80% reduction in greenhouse gases in Utah by 2050, which we believe is a very modest goal um, that could be either increased or moved up. I mean, we could easily achieve that in a decade by supporting more use of public transit um, and energy efficient um, houses or, you know, really reducing our dependency on coal and moving more towards natural gas or other cleaner forms of energy. Um, and, and so those, those are some of the points that we're concerned as the air protectors is, uh, you know, some of the actions taken by the, the legislature um, have just seemed a little lackluster. And uh, we have, you know, uh, you know, our legislators are constantly, you know, they're starting to take the right steps in, in towards le- alleviating, you know, our air quality problems. But then we have a huge elephant in the room which is the inland port um, as you know that's going to be a huge pollution bomb that um, we haven't really been able to assess what the consequences of that decision are going to be because there hasn't even been, been an environmental impact statement no. um, assessing what the impact is going to be for the inland port and of course you know there's concerns of it being used as a coal port to bring bring more coal and, and Uh, The the problems that would arise from, you know, having a port so close to the wetland ecosystem of the Great Salt Lake, which is really important to our snowpack. There's a lot of issues that need to be addressed in session that will be discussed, I'm sure, at length as we get further and further along towards planning the inland port.
0: Very good. We're speaking here briefly to uh, Darren Mann. He's uh, with the Salt Lake Air Protectors. You had a cool title. Action, what was it?
1: Action director.
0: Action director. That's cool. That's a cool, cool title. I bet it looks good in a business card. Uh, Darren. Oh, that's not environmental. Business cards aren't environmentally friendly, right? How do we get? Uh, how do we get your information around?
1: Uh, so, yeah, you can uh, email me at Darren at slcairprotectors.org. dot Okay, um, that's a really, really good way to reach me. And then, of course, I'm very accessible on social media. You can look me up at Darren Lamb and uh, message me if you have any concerns or things that I should look at. Um, I'm. Really invested in looking at, you know, we, we often focus at uh, indigenous environmental stewardship. So anything that's, um, you know, urban sure. urban agriculture, yeah. um, you know, reducing our dependency on transporting goods from afar, yeah. and really looking at how we can build a, sustain, a sustainable, ecologically friendly environment here in Utah. It's right. something that we're really, really. Um, trying to push for as the SLCR
0: director Outstanding. Darren, thank you so much. Uh, the reason I invited Darren to the program this morning, I got two press releases. Uh, one of them was announcing a, a highly organized clean air and climate rally to take place up at the uh, up at the state capitol. And then a few hours later, right when the snow was falling in earnest. Remember that? When you woke up, look out the window, you saw that snow this morning? Things have changed since then. But uh, right lining up with the time it would have been uh, for these folks to drive up to the capitol, the snow started falling. And to cancel there. Uh, their rally. And I was feeling generous and charitable. So we got, uh, uh, gave them a chance to, to share what they would have shared up there at the Capitol today on the program. So uh, anyway, that's that. Next segment, I'm absolutely fascinated uh, to have this conversation. A former coworker of mine here at KSL, it, my background very quickly, uh, you know, I've been here now for about a month. Uh, the good chunk of the last five years I worked in Washington, D.C. as a congressional aide. But before that, if you remember back that far, I was uh, an employee here at KSL, n- not hosting a talk show, but rather producing one alongside uh, Doug Wright. Well, during those years, uh, Natalie, my next guest, she was in charge of all the social media efforts here at KSL. And she, uh, from from this job Moved out to Washington, D.C. herself to become a reporter with the Wall Street Journal. Her responsibilities at the Journal are to cover Congress. And she uh, roams the halls each day interacting with senators and the big movers and shakers up there. And right now, in the midst of these impeachment proceedings, specifically the Senate trial, her duties are going to include uh, tracking down uh, the story that unfolds there, the historic story that unfolds out in Washington, D.C. Well, we learned yesterday there are going to be some rules that might hinder her access. Uh, there will be certain areas that historically have been uh, wide open and available for her and her colleagues to roam uh, will now be off limits during the course of the impeachment trial. And that, uh, according to some, is going to greatly limit the ability for the media and the press to get in there and share the story uh, with you and me out here. Well, we're going to get her perspective. We're going to see what she intends to do. In fact, there are some of these uh, reporter types who are getting together and uh, making their uh, dis- dissatisfaction with these rules uh, known. So we're going to go through some of that. We're going to hear from Natalie, see what her perspective is and how she intends to, to overcome these rules or at least operate within them. Later on in the program, we're also going to hey, – uh, Michael Bloomberg is coming to, coming to Utah He's running for president. He's a rich one from New York City. Uh, he'd like uh, to talk to you and share a few things. We're going <coughs> to, excuse me, speak with the chair of the Utah Democratic Party. Uh, he's going to tell us what efforts are being undertaken by the various Democrat candidates for president here in the state of Utah. If I'm honest, I don't know. I heard Bloomberg was coming. And I thought, what well, the What are the others doing? Anyway, we'll learn about that later in the program. Next up, it's Natalie Andrews telling us about what's going on in the halls of Congress next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
0: There's desperation and anguish.
1: More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.